Cell checks will begin in approximately 30 seconds. All inmates are ordered to stand to their feet. Deliberately failing to comply with procedure will result in authorized force. You are the lady up on your feet. Let's move it, shitheads. Fuck you. The guard suddenly froze mid-stride and interacted with a console next to one of the inmates' cells. You mouth off again? I'll up the voltage. <laughs> Turns out they're not quite so keen on killing us off after all. That would appear to be the case. I would surmise that it boils down to a financial or legal motivation. Surely they could find plenty of other transferees or new inmates to fill any empty cells. True. However, the documentation process for filing inmate deaths is rather extensive, even if the cause is natural. And it would only make sense logically that Shiam correctional institutions are incentivized to keep inmates alive for as long as possible due to having sanctions or funding cuts for going over their marked quotas. Yeah, that sounds like Zion regulation bullshit to a T. Just before the guard reached my cell, he paused a few cells over and deactivated the stasis field. He then retrieved a curious-looking package and tossed it to the inmate. That should about square us. <laughs> Just about. Good, now tell Mogul the next time he needs a goddamn errand boy, go bother Volan or Dander instead. Yeah, whatever. The guard slammed the stasis field back on and kept briskly pacing down the catwalk. Just as he reached my cell, I called out to him. Look man, I'm trying to get- Piss off. As the guard kept walking past, I suddenly heard a voice echo through the ventilation slot from the other side of the cell wall. I wouldn't bother. He's even more of a prick the better you get to know him. Yeah, so I've noticed. Word of advice, Fish. Hang low. You don't fuck with anyone, and they won't fuck with you. And as long as you don't give a reason for anyone to, they won't. That simple? That simple. I would've thought- What? Taken up in that Mark Pack bullshit? May seem like it'd help. It's more trouble than it's worth. Thanks. I'll keep that in mind. Name's Cyrus, by the way. Hey, what the fuck did I just say? Right. Trust me, it's just better this way. The guard reached the end of the walkway. Alright, command. Sector 3 is clear. Copy that. When you finished up with your tasks there, the boys over in E-Wing need your help with a, uh, sensitive matter. Will do. I'm actually all done here. Tell him I'm headed that way now. Thanks, Rolluck. Rolluck. That was one of many names etched into my brain from this point forward. It was around 1100 VST when they dragged us out for lunch. It damn near took an eternity to finally reach the front of the line. I can't necessarily say what I was expecting exactly, but I certainly didn't imagine that the rectifier had commissioned these types of dispensary droids. Greetings, inmate. Are you enjoying your mandatory incarceration aboard the Halifax Cluster Penitentiary? Not really. Splendid. Enjoy your daily afternoon and rations. Thanks, I guess. Extra portion protocol at all. Restricted. 
Next prisoner, proceed. Taking my Sully's advice, I found a relatively empty table and sat down. I gave the slop on my tray one last glance before setting it aside. Hey, buddy, you going to finish that? Go for it. Mm, thanks. Oh, shit. Look, man, you really need to get out of that seat right now. What the hell are you talking about? Just then, a metal tray slammed in front of me. What the fuck are you doing in my seat, fish? Oh, shit. Look, I didn't realize this was your spot. I'll just move. Oh, you ruined the seat! I... what? How? The brute then snatched me by my uniform collar and raised me up to eye level. <laughs> now, I'm gonna teach you your first lesson, fish. Constructing biological profile. Male. Weight. 285 pounds. Height. 6 foot 5 inches. Classification, Telerian. Body fat index, 5%. Please tell me there's something you could do about this. I have volumes of unarmed combat styles and techniques banked into my database. Would you like me to transfer the most effective methods to your temporal lobe? That was an option this whole time? You never inquired. Who the hell are you even talking to, freak? Well, obviously not you, genius. Oh, shit. That was very ill-advised. That's it! The Talarian manhandled and tossed me across the room, causing me to crash into a nearby table. The entire cafeteria burst out in hysteria. Please, for the love of God, tell me the transfer is almost done. Let's see how this goes. And in an instant, it all seemed to rush by so fast. I wish I could say that I had a conscious grasp as to what it was that I was doing exactly. But in one fluid motion, I seemingly targeted specific nerves and pinch points, causing his muscles to seize up and fall over in pain. Sheer pandemonium let loose, as multiple fights began to break out. Just then, different alarms began to blare simultaneously, as penitentiary guards donned in synthetic riot gear began to regain control of the prison by restraining and plasma-stunning inmates. I laid on the floor with my hands behind my head. I can't even begin to tell you how many of us were crammed into that whole unit could hardly take two steps without bumping into another uniform. Just then, a guard came by and beat on the holding bars with his baton. Hey, quiet down. I'm looking for Revport. Number CL28749. Yeah, that's me. Warden needs a word with you. Any of you shitheads try anything, I'll pop some bolts in you. The guard deactivated the stasis field, quickly pulled me by the collar, and reactivated the field again. Move it! We carried on past long stretches of service corridors and transferring gates, until we finally passed through the threshold of an aesthetically pleasing and elaborately detailed lobby area. Figures that this would be the one place in the entire facility that wasn't a complete eyesore. Behind the desk sat a relatively well-dressed woman glued to the information on her terminal. She then raised her eyes up towards the both of us, adjusting her syro tool. Ah. Welcome, inmate CL28749. Warden Kershev has been expecting you. Sorry to keep him waiting, but this one tends to drag his feet. <coughs> Officer Briggs, 
Is that truly necessary? You didn't see the stunt he pulled earlier. That I pulled? I'll inform the warden you're here. She briefly went back to her terminal and sat in silence for a few moments before another notification popped up on her screen. She stood from her chair and gestured towards the door. The warden will see you now. This way, gentlemen. Briggs pushed me through the entrance of the empty office and forced me into one of the leather chairs. There was a sensitive matter Warden Kershev had to attend to, but he'll be with you shortly. Both of them walked out of the office, shutting the door behind them. Rather bold to leave an inmate unattended in the warden's office of all places. I then caught a glimpse of a camera in the corner of my eye. Primitive, but still effective, I suppose. I inched closer towards the Irani reactive coil, placed on the warden's desk. It emitted a verdant hue, as it meticulously continued to cycle on its axis. A door to one of the side entrances suddenly slid open. I take it you have an acquired taste for Irani artifacts as well. Sorry, sir. I was just... No, no. It's quite alright. This one was a gift from my father. God rest his soul, he had quite the affinity and knack for getting his hands on them. That is quite the affinity to have. <laughs> yes, quite. He then strolled over to an antique cigar box and retrieved a couple of Perdomos. He then turned and offered one to me. I politely declined. He shrugged and carefully placed it onto his desk. Look, I'm not sure what's been circulating around. I'm more than aware you weren't responsible for that incident. Inmate CL4592 is one of our more problematic detainees. So I had zero suspicion that you were the instigator. Though, believe it or not, that's not why I called you up here. Please, have a seat, Mr. Revport. He gestured toward the ornate leather seat. I cautiously accepted his offer. Revport, not inmate? Hmm. Yes, under typical circumstances, I would be inclined to refer to you as that. However, I'm rather sympathetic to your predicament, Mr. Ravport. More than you realize. <laughs> That's certainly one way to phrase the situation. Quite. You see, if I can speak candidly, I must confess that I'm not particularly fond of the arbitrary nature that surrounds XUC regulation and policy, which is why I hold you in much higher regard than the rest of this filth. Thank you, sir. If I'm being honest, I was expecting the opposite. Why? Because I'm merely a cog for the grand machine of the Shi'om Union? <laughs> well, by that standard, I should perceive you as a terrorist. Though you are no agent of chaos, Mr. Revport. No, you, you merely progress technological advancement in the opposite direction of the Council's interests. So it would appear. He took another long drag from his cigar. The reason I called you up here, Mr. Ravport, is because of a very pressing situation that I'm sure you're more than likely aware of by now. You see, the sentence the Shi'om Union has enforced is not going to remain a five-year sentence. They'll send informants, researchers, officials to keep record of your every movement in this penitentiary in hopes you will make even the most minor slip-up to prolong your incarceration indefinitely. So I'm never being released, is that what you're telling me? Not precisely. You'll come to find that I'm a rather resourceful man. I'm more than willing to keep the dogs at bay, 
especially for those who express a keen interest in balancing the scales, as one might put it. What's the catch? <laughs> Perceptive. I, I just, I just knew there is a reason I liked you. <sighs> anyway, you see, I have a rather curious predicament unfolding within my very walls here. There's a merc pack in this sector that's become rather well-known. They called themselves Amarok. And I have a reasonable suspicion that one of their ringleaders is orchestrating all their operations from inside. Look, I've done my fair share of data fracking, but that was small-time work. I'm not merc-packed material. They wouldn't accept me. Besides, I'm sure you've already got your informants. Yes, I do. They're all either dead or have blood devoted themselves to the pact. But you see, Mr. Ravport, you possess a very rare quality that the others did not. And that is you actually have the opportunity to leave this facility. What if I fail? What if I'm forced to devote myself out of fear for my life? My protection is absolute. It would be entirely against your best interest and incentive to stray outside of our arrangement. Or what? Or else five years will lead to ten, and then twenty, and then thirty, until you are stuck in perpetual limbo. Is that a threat, Warden? <sighs> it doesn't have to be. There's ample opportunity for the both of us to benefit from this partnership. Sounds more like prosecutorial misconduct, if you ask me. All I'm asking, Mr. Revport, is for you to carefully consider my offer.